0: Good morning! Nice of you guys to drop by! And some of you are like, I'm listening at nighttime, so it doesn't make any sense. But that's alright, because we're not live, it's a podcast. But either way, whether it's good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, Truman Show, how you doing? Welcome everybody to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John, thank you for joining us today. Monday's show, uh, James Bainey was eaten by a wampa, so he will not be joining us today. Uh, no, actually, James is on a little vacation, <clears throat> taking a little holiday. Uh, so me and Lacey are here Hello. to do the thing. Lacey, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. Just chilling, yeah. you know, getting closer and closer to celebration. It's kind of crazy that it's happening. It's finally happening.
0: Yeah. So today we are officially less than a month away from when we get there.
1: Oh, my goodness. Bananas. Less
0: than a month. Less than a month, which means we are just a little over a month until Obi-Wan Kenobi premieres. It's going to be a wild week and it's going to be here soon. I, 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 you know, I feel like it's going to be one of those things where another week ticks off the calendar, especially, you know, we have busy lives. You know, we have kids and, you know, jobs and other jobs, you know, besides what we're doing with this. and. Mm Time flies by, and before we know it, it's going to be like May 21st. I'm going to be like, I did not buy hand sanitizer. What am I going to do? Not me. What am I going I'm to do? I'm
1: uber prepared.
0: Yeah, I'll just use your hand sanitizer. You it's better fine. not. Um, so here's the deal, Gillarin. Mm. Uh, we have obviously already announced our event that we're doing, Star Wars Celebration. Yes. Um, so just to run down the deets real quick, uh, it is Saturday, May 28th. It is. The podcast is at 6.30. Um, we still have to figure out whether we're going to be able to stream it. We think we're going to be able to. Um, we've been told we that internet
1: wanna... is a possibility. That's what we've been told.
0: Yes. Yes. So we're, we're probably going to give it a shot. So let's just say if you aren't going to Celebration, you'll know whether we are or not streaming. But for now, plan that we will be. So mm-hmm. 6.30 Pacific means 9.30 p.m. East uh, for all of you on the East Coast, right. and uh, like one thirty in the morning or something for people in England and, and that sort of stuff. But anyway, A real party. Uh, 6.30 <laughs> Pacific, yeah, 6.30 <laughs> Pacific, we'll be doing our podcast, but if you are in town at Celebration, we will be getting there at 5.30, and that is at Radiant Beer Co., Uh, just the, honestly like less than three miles away from the Anaheim Convention Center. It's not far at all. Uh, but 5.30 for a happy hour, you can come hang out with us. Uh, we can take some pictures, nerd out a bit, have a few beers, have a good time. Uh, and the brewery, Lacey, you know, we talked about a bit last week, but they are, I feel like they're just as excited as we are.
1: Yeah, they're pretty pumped. I'm really excited to be working with them. They've been awesome partners with this.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we have, I don't know, like, what can we say? Like, what? I know James is in here, but. (laughs) what can we say you know what i'm saying like i I'm, show up I, I know this stuff
1: that's what we can say also yeah. rsvp early it's free,
0: it's free. yes it's it free. is free all, it's for all. all ages john
1: before the show started john goes lacy i'm gonna let you run down all the details of this event <laughs> and john ahead, just ahead. went through go. every single detail of this event and goes lacy what do you think
2: <laughs> all right go ahead
1: <laughs> there's nothing else to say
0: show up no there's more event
1: well okay so if you rcp you're guaranteed some swag so definitely do that early because we are gonna make a cutoff for that eventually and slots are filling up fast like we've had a crazy response already um which is both exciting it's, that's crazy it is nerve-wracking yeah. uh intriguing uh anxiety ridden for me no <laughs> so Come on. Um, but it's going to be great. And we have some really cool swag. Uh, we will kind of release details as we get closer because we don't want to like throw everything at you guys all at once. So right now it's just, you know, where, when, um, if you do Uber to the event from celebration, which I know a lot of people will be doing Uber or Lyft, you get 5% off your tab, which is really cool. Um, it's a nice discount, but overall, like the event is just going to be really, really cool. Uh, the brewery like super bright neon colors. They have a lot of like Instagram-y places to take photos with friends. Um, and I think it's just going to be a really great representation of what TRB is all about, what our community is all about, and just a nice kind of break from the convention to get together with people that are really, really great, awesome, friendly Star Wars fans.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it is all ages, so... If you're there with your kids and family, they can come too. Um completely welcome at at the brewery.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh so we're we're excited about that. Oh, they and, have
1: beer slushies and beer soft serve.
0: Yeah. Which is super yeah, there's interesting. There's going to be a, a a food truck there yeah. as well for people who want to do their dinner there. Uh, I like quick eats if I'm going somewhere and having beers. I like, I like, like almost like getting dinner over with in those situations. Mm -hmm. And a food truck is perfect for that. Absolutely. Um, I, I'm going to put in a request that they have, uh, pretzels the size of, uh, (laughs) truck wheels. So we'll see what happens there. Ever
1: since I, you know, said that we were going to Disneyland, uh, I've been getting people messaging me the, uh, Pim, like Ant-Man pretzel that's gigantic. Um. Oh yeah. So obviously i might just buy one even if i don't eat it which i will uh to take a picture with it because it's gigantic and i feel like people appreciate that
0: yeah definitely do that Mm -hmm. you can't not do that Um, thanks for supporting
1: my pretzel habit
0: yeah and thanks to everybody who has rsvp'd already uh thanks to anybody who has spread the word about the event i know some people have gone out of their way uh like uh one of our uh faithful patrons we'll just call him out right now uh mark mark kind of vacants. That's, he he uh, yeah he he just saw uh someone was saying like they're not sure what they're doing during celebration he's like go to trb's event it's gonna be a party and the person signed up so yeah. it's just like thank you mark and thank you to you know a lot of our listeners who've been spreading the word who are going to celebration and 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 listen trust me for for those of you who aren't going i'm sure you're getting tired of like everyone's talking about celebration Listen, we get it, so that's why we're gonna do our best to try to stream that event for you, but at the very least we're also going to make sure we record the event so that you can experience it uh, after and then at any any time you can even go back and revisit our one from two thousand nineteen but we're we are going to knock that one out of the park because we you know we were stri- we were I, I believe held to like forty five minutes or so that time mm-hmm. and now we have like double that time, and we're, doesn't necessarily mean we're gonna use all of it, but uh i like having that flexibility because last time we like cut corners and we did certain things uh shorter than we usually do and now we have sort of this open thing and we're going to make sure it's a really really good show for everybody so we're very excited Mm -hmm. um but we're also excited about the star wars content that's coming like you know kenobi and stuff and what do you think of that story that came out about hayden christensen binge watching the animated shows
1: I think that's really, really great that he did that to know more about his character outside of what he did himself. I I really appreciate that. And I'm sure, you know, Matt Lanter appreciates that. I'm sure other Star Wars fans appreciate that as we saw online. Um, it's just something that like he's not ignoring animation, which I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, I don't get into that or, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know what this character did at this time. We heard that a lot with a like, right. sequel trilogy. I think... Uh, Dommel Gleason was like, oh, I don't know what my character's first name is, like stuff like that. But it's it's nice to know right. that Hayden Christensen is taking the time to really know what his full character arc is and where his character was um, during the Clone Wars and what happened during that show. Because as we know from the comments from Bryce Dallas Howard, Clone Wars fans are going to be happy, she said, with this show. And now, you know, this is happening. Yeah. So it's kind of just... No, she
0: said that about Ahsoka. I think. Oh,
1: so Ahsoka. Sorry, you're right. You're right.
0: Which he is going to be in, So, and that's fair. You're
1: right. But it's just interesting that we keep hearing these threads about the Clone Wars, which honestly, yeah. I will say, we've gotten a lot of Clone Wars content, so I'm interested to see how this plays out. But regardless, um, I'm still pretty excited.
0: Yeah, you know, it... do you think he actually binge watched every episode of seven seasons of the Clone Wars? I don't.
1: I think he probably got a list of episodes that he should watch.
0: I think so, too. Only because that's and I think a lot that's of time.
1: time. I th- you know, he has yeah, kids. Some, yeah, because
0: th- there's some Clone Wars stuff that is so off and out there on, on tangents. Mm. And people, some people love those, but they really have n- just no benefit to him in, in terms of like, let me figure out more about my character and stuff. Which is kind of funny that they, you know, he did this considering... You know, the second movie he was in takes place after the Clone Wars, so right, and it, it and came out before the Clone Wars, so it's sort of this like weird, like, overlapping of I don't know time stuff. But either way, it's cool that he's doing that. It shows how vested he is, and um, because you know sometimes, like we say, like sometimes actors are like, yeah, whatever, I'll hit my mark, I'll deliver my line, and then I'll collect my check and get out of right. here, uh, like Harrison Ford pretty much. But uh, he seems really energized about it, and. Have they announced him? They announced he's—he's he's definitely going to celebration, right?
1: Um, I don't think so. Actually, I don't think they did yet. I can double check that.
0: And but and they definitely haven't announced Ewan.
1: No, and they won't.
0: He's—they won't. Yeah,
1: because they want to keep him for the panel. They don't want to give away all like you know all their their people.
0: And Ewan McGregor's two biggest two biggest star he's not doing like autographs that's
1: not true he did autographs for like um, did he wizard world or like fan expo or one of those shows and hayden does hayden did autographs for new york comic-con
0: i know hayden did i didn't think ewan did oh that's right we were gonna go to, to like boston or something
1: right yeah and ewan and hayden were gonna be there yeah absolutely. right I
0: forgot about that all
1: right yeah. I am looking at yeah. the website the website he is not on it yet Matt Lanter is but he is not Hayden's not on so there got fan- and we got- not on there Jet Lucas is on there though fun fact
0: all right um all right well it is cool either way he'll, he'll be there but uh, I think so. Yeah. it's, it's- it's very cool that he he's even diving into rebels. So he got to watch the you know Ahsoka versus Darth Vader fight probably, and yeah, that's pretty awesome. So they did a lot announce, of cool stuff coming out, uh, out of his camp.
1: Kelly Marie Tran and Billy though.
0: Billy Lord, mm-hmm. Billy Lord will be there. Kelly Marie Tran, yeah. So a lot of people fired up about that. Um, so I think there'll be more coming. I'm excited to see who does and. Uh, um, Maybe some legacy people, we'll see. I really I want Mark Hamill
1: to go because I really want a picture with him.
0: Mm.
2: Mm. That'd be cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he's your height too, which is perfect.
1: Is he? Is he 5'4"?
0: Uh, I think he's like 5'6 or 5'7. I was going
1: to say, like I think he's taller. When I met him, he was definitely taller than me. I'm short.
0: Yeah, everyone's taller than you. <sighs> um, all right, as you will find out at Celebration. All right. I think that's the first thing people
1: ha- say when they meet me. They say, wow, John's so tall? And they go, "Wow, Lacey's so short."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right?
1: That's how many people said that to us. They were like, "Wow, John, you're so big," and then they were like, "Lacey, yeah, yeah. where are you?"
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, here we are, and we're about to get into the Resistance report. It's the Resistance. All right, Lacey. We have, I'm gonna do my best uh, here. Usually James does this stuff, but we have uh, five stories we're gonna tackle here. Um, the first one uh, being the biggest one. Now th- there were, by the way, there were rumors going around that uh, there was gonna be a new Obi Wan trailer coming out today, uh, being Monday. Um, so who knows if, if that's the case? We may figure out you know a way to pop on and do an additional do uh, or podcast yeah. or something reaction. Yeah. So, but. Uh, being that we recorded this before Monday, um, the the big cool news uh, out of the Obi One camp was that promo art that was released uh, in retail stores, and someone caught it in a photo, and then and started really making the rounds. And I'm sure a lot of people have seen it by now, but it's uh, you know the, your end of the aisle sort of display topper, and it's really cool. I gotta say, like the color palette is gorgeous. Um, I'm really enjoying how they have, you know, the current version of Obi-Wan there. He's got a sort of a menacing look on his face or a focused look. If you want to say it for the, for the vernacular that fits Jedi better. Uh, and then the looking downward side profile of Vader, which is almost like, gives that solemn sort of look to it. Now, I hope, we don't get too mopey with Vader here, but there he is, his shiny helmet and everything—not that matte finish from uh, a New Hope. So that's also interesting. But the middle part is the most is the the best part for me because you know, you know, cheers to Lucasfilm for for releasing that because it it has a lot of familiarity to original trilogy stuff. A lot of people are saying Revenge of the Sith. I think a little bit. But the middle of that reminds me so much of that the classic silhouette shot of Luke and Vader in the carbon chamber with the blue lighting, com- the midnight blue from the background, and you see their silhouettes. That's what that looks like to me. And it's the two of them in their new duel. And, you know, they could have hid this and, and revealed this in series. I know Kathleen Kennedy already said it's going to be the rematch of the century and stuff like that. But the fact that they are giving at least the fans some visualization of this makes me... Uh, hopeful that they are realizing how important this series is to fans. And each time something comes out about this series, Lacey, it's like they're doing, they're going the extra step to make sure it's special. Bringing John Williams back for the theme, uh, giving you, you know, visuals that 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 harken back to the original movies, but also the prequels, and feel like everyone, they're making sure everyone uh is a part of this and we're all pulling in the same direction as fans as them as creators and everything and then you get this this thing here and let me tell you if they put this on a poster it's going on the wall uh, mm-hmm. uh, in uh, right now all i have are uh all the saga films um i have the prequels but i don't have them up but i have the other saga films and solo on the wall uh that's it for the my movie posters this would go on the wall if mm-hmm. they make a, a vertical poster version of this I love everything about this. Like, Make more posters like this versus, you know, the all the heads looking in different directions. They do that Photoshop with, everything thing. Now, so, with
1: Marvel, everything. I
0: know. It's all like a blueprint, right? Hmm. So I, I, I'm excited about this. I, I guess maybe this means more, you know, may, are they going to release toys and collectibles? You know, because this is a end of aisle display sort of thing. Uh, that would make sense. Uh, so it looks like the hype train is coming. So when you saw this, um, what were your first reactions to the image itself? And, uh, you know, if you have any speculation on, you know, what this is going to lead to and, and that sort of stuff, what, what are your thoughts about this pretty cool, uh, new piece of official artwork we have for Obi-Wan Kenobi?
1: So first of all, funny talk about posters. They did release Thor posters this past week too. And those ones look mm-hmm. like the last Jedi poster, which is kind of on my left with like Ray holding up the lightsaber with Thor. Yeah. And I immediately mm-hmm. thought that. And then this one, like you said, it's just like kind of those Typical, it's not the typical head one, it's a little different, like with all the heads that they do. However, the color scheme is very Force Awakens with the orange and the blue. And they Mm -hmm. also did that for Aladdin. Someone had joked that the Aladdin poster and the Force Awakens poster are basically the same poster, just two different movies. Um, Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's interesting to see once again, we're getting this art via what I believe was an FYE, which, first of all, amazing those still exist. An FYE that had this on an end. I display. did not know those still existed. Well, you could see records or something to the left there.
0: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: But it's like so typical, right? Like they could have released this on Twitter as like official art with a cool poster, which might be coming on Monday, a.k.a. today. Um, but it's just funny that typical once again, we're getting like a, a display case in a store somewhere that like the worker <sighs> put it up too early. You know, the worker was like, oh, let's put this up. You know, trying to get ahead in their work, <laughs> not realizing. Oh,
0: you, you Oh, you think it was a jump the gun thing? Yeah, I absolutely. Think I
1: think they put it up too early. I think they were probably like, here's the end cap that's supposed to go up by this date. And I think the person that worked there was probably like, yeah, hey, let's just put this up and switch out this other thing. Like if it was a movie prior that had already come out.
2: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, the funny thing is. Oftentimes with like Target and stuff, they'll always put up the displays long before the toys or the property comes out. So like with the Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. they had the Rey versus Kylo Ren set up that like you wave your hand in front of it and the lightsabers light up like weeks prior to the movie with no toys on it. So it doesn't surprise me that they sent these out so early. Um, that being said, I think the art is really cool. It does remind me of the Rise of Skywalker with the blue kind of smoky thing in the middle because they had that Palpatine poster where he was attacking or like he had lightning going with Rey and Kylo fighting. It was like the D23 yeah. poster. Um, yeah. It reminds me of that. But I mean, it just is crazy to see this. In 2022, you see a poster with Obi-Wan Kenobi fighting Darth Vader.
0: It, that's so true. You know, it's it's going to be... There's something funny about this series because it still doesn't feel real, even though I know it's 100% real. Right. Um, like, when we, s- like, seeing that, like, I don't know if it's going to be in the first two episodes. I doubt it. I think they're going to slow build to it. But when we see the two of them face to face and, like, fighting and stuff, it's going to be, like, surreal. It's going to be mind blowing. Right. It's going to be crazy. I I can't I can't wait like it's I uh, it's just thinking about it now and like really conceptualizing it in my mind seeing you know Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader who knows if he, you know it takes the mask off or something I really do think that is going to happen and, and and on the other side of the aisle it's it's Ewan McGregor back as Obi Wan I mean just maddening because we're we're approaching two decades later and you know they filmed I think Revenge of the Sith in like 2003 so we really are two decades removed mm-hmm. from when these guys last did this right and it's just it's just it's, it's absolutely nuts it's crazy because you know you compare that length of time and for me that doesn't feel that long but it's the same almost the same exact time that the special editions were removed from the original Star Wars which feels like a billion years In mm-hmm. different like so it, life is funny that way like when you're younger time feels longer and now you know as time goes on the years go by quicker like we were saying at the top about celebration is going to be here tomorrow, pretty much, you know. Yeah, it feels like it's flying um, by. Yeah, yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna fly. That week's gonna fly by, so we're gonna have the Ferris Bueller in, look around once in a while to make sure we're enjoying <laughs> our time. Right. Um. But th- this is just really cool. And it also another thing, Lacey, is it's it's artwork. This isn't, you know, photos of people's faces just globed on. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in that in that sort of. Uh, diamond shape cluster and this person's looking this way. This this is a piece of artwork and that whole thing in the middle there. And, you know, we got to bring up James here a bit because he tweeted something that I didn't fully see. Oh, yeah. Um, But did you see his did you see his tweet?
1: No, I feel bad. No, I didn't. So
0: James put a side by side and, you you know, follow James on at Myra Trunks on Twitter um, but he put a side by side of Obi-Wan sitting in the cave. Uh, like when he's sitting on that, uh, step on the cave, looking forward next to, you know, the image of Obi-Wan and, uh, Darth Vader fighting. And he said, probably late to the party on this one, but he pointed and compared the two. So I don't know if what he's saying there, if he means he thinks they're fighting in that cave or, or what, but just want to toss That's out interesting. what his take is there. But, yeah, totally. uh, James, you can clarify as needed. Um, <laughs> But I had to bring you into the mix there, buddy. All right. Now, our next story is connected to the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Uh, Liam Neeson is talking again, uh, as as someone does when they're out (laughs) and about promoting things. And the funny thing about this is um, he was asked again about the Kenobi series. And this time he had a different answer. So he probably got wind that people didn't like or didn't buy his other answer about how he had scheduling conflicts. Uh, so he tried another angle this time. I don't know if it's his publicist's work or whatever, but strike two, in my opinion. But I was going do it- you
1: think he's lying? That was going to be my first question to you.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to toss it to you after I give his quote. So okay. he was asked if he would ever consider coming back to Star Wars to play Qui-Gon Jinn. And he said... Oh, I think so. Yeah, 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 I think so. If it was a film, yeah, I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to TV, I must admit. I just like the big screen, you know? So, <laughs> and then uh, after a pause, he reminisced and said, Qui-Gon, I can't believe it's 24 years since we made it, The Phantom Menace. I just can't believe where time has gone. It was a terrific experience shooting that film in London. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he didn't have much more, much more else to say, but you buying this, you buy you buying that uh, <laughs> maybe he was approached and he's like, no, 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 not for me, film only, please.
1: <laughs> it sounds like, uh, you know, Oscar Isaac saying he'd never go on Disney Plus and now he's leading a Marvel comic book show. <laughs> yeah. um, that's what it means. Uh, I think that he's trying to play coy, which normally I would argue, uh, and I know I have argued on this podcast They wouldn't say no if they weren't in it, you know? I mean, like, they'd never blatantly lie. I think Andrew Garfield has changed that. As soon as he said numerous times, I'm not in Spider-Man, I'm not in Spider-Man, I'm not in Spider-Man, and then he ended up being in Spider-Man, I think it opened the door for actors to just be like, nope, I'm not in it. Because no one got mad at Andrew. They were like, oh, Andrew, you so-and-so, like, wait, you got us. So... yeah. I feel like yeah. it's kind of opened it up that people can now just lie, <laughs> say that they're not in things,
2: uh, uh, which yeah. is
1: interesting. But I mean, come on, if they're giving him a big check and he gets to be on a Disney Plus show with you and McGregor again, I highly doubt he's going to be like, you know, I'm just TV's not for me. I just am not feeling it. And it's a very yeah. different answer than what he gave on Kimmel, you know, a year ago.
0: Right when he's like, and he's yeah, he took out his lightsaber and stuff. Like, yeah, he still has yeah. that. Like, yeah. yeah, you're not interested. Okay, he's got he's got his lightsaber hung on the wall like a Billy the Bass. Right, a little wood plaque. Right, uh, but you know, I was looking at his like his work, and you know, <laughs> I laughed because I you know I went to Wikipedia because I feel like I don't know what happened. IMDB's, like very clunky these days. So I don't know mm. why. So I went I went to Wikipedia just to just for his filmography, not you know biographical facts, which can be a little dicey sometimes. But and it says television series 31. So he's done you know, like he's done TV and he's done TV recently. Uh I believe he has a show he was on that's this year called uh Derry Girls, where he uh played a role. He was in the Orville recently, uh inside Amy Schumer. Like he's not adverse to doing TV and sir, he came back. Sir. He came back to voice Qui-Gon in the Clone Wars, which is a TV show, an animated show. I'm surprised so, they didn't
1: hit him back with that. Like with like, hey. Uh,
0: I, I know. That's oh. why you gotta, we, we got to get, get him on. We got to get Liam Neeson. Come on, Liam, we'd love to have Come you. Come on, Liam Neeson, let's go. Um, <laughs> no, but it's just like to me, it doesn't matter anymore. And it's almost like it's become like its own comedy bit. Like what is Leeson, Liam Neeson going to try to say now? What is he going to attempt to say? Uh and I feel like every time he talks now is a backwards confirmation that he's coming back. Right, right. First it was uh schedulings didn't work out. Okay. You were too busy. Yeah. Sure. He's sure. too busy You're being that.
1: on a plane and a train. A and train and the snow.
0: Down. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, speaking of like big screen and movies and stuff, like I don't know that a lot of those movies he had done recently all went to theaters, but True. that aside, his ne- this next excuse being uh, that it has to be films. I mean, come on, Liam. Uh, that, I think it's funny. I, I just can't wait till it's passed and then he can talk about it again right you know because that'll be cool because he does you know we were just talking he has the lightsaber still he has fond memories of filming There's it no
1: way he's gonna turn up the like turn away the opportunity to be quiet on again he's always talked no. about how he loved it
0: right until and, and like
1: a year ago where he's like oh they, what weird
0: right <laughs> and if he's only coming back for say one impactful scene sort of mm-hmm. like I, you're probably not a Rocky fan, I assume, right, Lazy?
1: I've never seen Rocky, no, sir. Is
0: Matt a Rocky fan? No. Oh, well, anyway, Rocky has his manager, Mickey, who dies in the third Rocky movie. And in the fifth one, Rocky has this moment where he's, like, really just lost in his ways and, like, he gets a, a dream visit from Mickey. So it's like Han and, and does... Ben Solo. Yes, it is kind of like that. Um, But it's, like, more of, like, you know the mentor relationship thing that's why i went to that one mm-hmm. but yeah that's fair um but he has this whole thing he's like get up you son of a bitch because mickey loves you and like it's this big thing so if liam neeson comes back for this one big scene he doesn't necessarily have to have you know went to la for it uh i'm not even sure where he lives he might be stateside now but in other words it's he, he wouldn't be very inconvenienced to come back as qui-gon to do one scene. So his whole scheduling thing, that was fugazi. And now this thing, like, come on, man. So I, I again, I just can't wait till we have an opportunity to hear him talk about it because he does speak fondly about it still. And, and uh, I'm excited to maybe, you know, we, we have a story coming up that we're going to talk about, about Disney gallery. Like we get one of these on Kenobi. And we get a chance to have, uh, Liam Neeson reflect on this stuff too. Added bonus in my opinion. Agree. So.
1: And I'm sorry that John just swore. <laughs>
0: well i you know i wasn't gonna but it that one's allowed on tv so I let that one slip (laughs) all right uh next story we have uh also tied to obi-wan kenobi but lacy this one's more of a rumor um and it's quite interesting but before i get into it did you watch the loki series yeah i loved it okay okay so this is what this all yeah, I really I, I enjoyed it a lot, and you know I'm not necessarily the hugest Marvel fan, but that was one of the series because I haven't watched all the series yet. I even, I only watched even I think the first episode of Moon Knight. I haven't watched the Captain America Hawkeye one, the Winter Soldier. Hawkeye was my favorite. Hawkeye I still Followed have to watch by Loki.
2: too.
0: Loki, I watched the whole thing. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this rumor, uh, is stating that you now who where did this rumor come from? It came from one of the uh, Disney sites. He came from the John Williams Fan Network forums. Yeah. That they are bringing in the composer from Loki, Natalie Holt, to be the composer for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Um, That is the latest rumor now. And apparently that forum, you know, sometimes people say, oh, is it a message board? Apparently that forum has broken legitimate composer news in the past. People have gone on there. They've they've posted things and they turned out being true. So please still just take this as a rumor, of course. Mm-hmm. But the buzz is that Natalie Holt, composer of the Loki series, among other things, but I think fans in this space know her most for that. Right. Is being tapped to be the composer for Obi-Wan. So there's a lot of big things here. Um one, uh Did you want me to start with this one? I know you yeah, were kind go for of for it. So I was kind of looking into her music and stuff, and the Loki stuff, there is, it's a lot, it's it's a little unorthodox and a little quirky. It has elements of like Danny Elfman sort of soundings of things in it. Um, so I try to listen to other stuff she's done that has more of a traditional sound to it. But also one thing, you know, I, I found interesting is that she's also an accomplished violinist. And I think... You know, when you're really good at something, like you are, you know, with like video production and stuff, you bring that lens, no pun intended, to discussions about when we talk about productions on movies and stuff, right? Because you're good at that. Her being a violinist and a composer, I would think sometimes maybe she would lend, lean on the strength of her knowledge as playing the violin into her compositions. And I was thinking about this because the original score of Star Wars Really leans heavily on strings more than the ones that came after. There's a lot of, uh, um, um, what do they call them? Um, I think I wrote it down. Cellos? Tra- no, it's like, uh, tra- tremolos or something like that where like fluttering things that they do with with the uh, the strings to keep the tension up and if mm-hmm. you think about those moments in a new hope when that happens um you know when he's looking at the twin sunsets you know the first time the force seam hits a lot of strings in there mm-hmm. uh, i would i'm thinking what if they wanted to make sure they got someone who's not only under the umbrella and they have worked with this person under the disney umbrella but also someone who has that sort of um, ability to lean on a sound that would be familiar to a new hope. Because while this these two stories are nine years apart, the Obi Wan Kenobi series and a new hope, maybe they want to bridge that because they're giving us Obi-Wan Invader again. They're giving us Tatooine, they're giving us Owen, Baru, Little Luke, uh possibly Leia, you know, all, all those things that really tie a lot to a new hope more than anything. Do they want to sort of bring us Uh, sonically, to that feeling, because you know, anytime you hear a song or something that you're you're reminded of maybe a moment from high school, or you know, oh, I remember being at this place when I heard this song. I think that is a really important thing that gets overlooked. Maybe they're bringing someone in who has a good string background because it her her pitch or her composition that she'll bring to the table for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series will bring a lot of familiarity to the sound that John Williams created for A New Hope, which he borrowed a lot of stuff from Hitchcock and Psycho, which were heavy string-based compositions. So I, I, I found that to be very interesting if it ends up being the case. It, I think that would be really cool. I'm excited to see the similarities there, especially with John Williams doing the main theme. But I'll throw it to you here. This, also, the fact that this would be the first... Woman composer in Star Wars, I believe.
1: I believe there was a a woman composer for some of the shorts and stuff or like Galaxies of Adventures or something like that.
0: Oh, sure, sure. I I think I'm saying uh, for a main big big release. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's super exciting. I I don't, that doesn't surprise me. I think Lucasfilm will always find the right person for these roles, whether it be a man or a woman what have sure, you absolutely. Uh, but i i think there is something exciting that that's who's stepping into this this role um that being said it is kind of interesting to me um and i'll get to what i think of loki in a second but the initial response of just because of what we've had so far with star wars projects without john williams my gut reaction is like okay well is Michael Giacchino gonna do it? Oh, he's not gonna do it. Hmm. So is John Powell gonna do it? Oh, John Powell's not gonna do it. Hey, John Powell, what's up? Uh, so he's not Love gonna John do it. Love John Powell. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then who's gonna do it? You know, what I mean, like you go through these things, you're like, oh, is Ludwig gonna do it? No, <laughs> he's not gonna do it. Someone else is gonna do it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that's just the natural progression of where my brain goes as a Star Wars fan, just because I know it's worked. So you fall into that, like, what's comfortable. That being said, I think she, Natalie Holt's done. It's Natalie Holt, right? It's not Nat, It's Natalie Holt. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Making sure I got her name right. Um, <laughs> she has done an amazing job uh, with Loki. I really, really loved that soundtrack. And I listened to the soundtrack before we recorded this. Um, and it does have those really epic moments where mm-hmm. the tension is building, where you can feel what's going on in the scene through her music, which is what's important. Um, and that's why, you know, some music is more successful than others in movies and TV because it it takes you outside of, you know, they, they always say like, oh, you shouldn't notice the music. It should just blend into the background. Yeah. There are times when I think the exact opposite. I think that the story can be told through what's going on in the music and listening to the Loki soundtrack like you could tell he was you know unsure of himself himself when he's at the TVA like how weird it is and you said there's like these kind of Danny Elfman like kind of quirky moments but other than that like there are these big gigantic like booming epic moments for Loki in that show that I think are gonna if she is doing it it's gonna be super super cool between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Vader um I'm not going to lie, though. I'm so excited to hear John Williams theme. And Mm -hmm. I I just know it's going to be like a new favorite.
0: Well, yeah. And let's not forget, you know, when, you know, you mentioned John Powell, when we had him on, he talked about how Williams was proactively working with him to help Mm -hmm. him and not, you know, overstepping and saying, like, let me do this. It was like, you know, I don't want to just leave you hanging and saying like, you know, here's my theme and now you have to build around it. He, he wanted to, you know, help him out and and that sort of thing. You know, the fact that, you know, whoever is doing the show. So if this report is correct, you know, she probably had to, you know, got to have conversations with John Williams and, you know, you always have to use parts of the main theme that comes out for whatever it is and Mm -hmm. weave it into the other things you're doing, the other motifs and stuff. So that's a, that's a cool aspect of it. Cause I'm not, I, I can't say I was very familiar with her before Loki. She has a, uh, a long resume. Again, she's an accomplished right. musician, violin player, all that. But uh, she's not a, uh, I would say, a big name out there. And also, you know, composers are mostly male dominated in terms of like film composers. So, sure. um, so you know, you, and you, you, you brought up another great point about that, that whole argument, you know, you shouldn't pay attention to the music. I disagree with that too. You know, I, I finally watched The Batman that score i haven't score? seen
1: it yet but i seen the i seen gonna... the joke videos where the people are like duh, duh, and they're like oh, doing like the arm things yeah let
0: me tell you something no spoilers on the movie or anything like that that score for me took that movie from very good to great like you know
1: again that guy only yes hits home yes
0: run. yeah yeah so Uh, And I wanted to hear it. There were moments where I'm like, yes, I am listening to this while this is happening. And I'm getting like, (laughs) you know, visually stimulated and sonically stimulated. And I want that. I, You know, maybe some scenes you want it to blend in a little but Some scenes you want it there. I learned this uh, week
1: they shot that on a volume.
0: Some stuff, yeah. I didn't know that.
1: I had no idea. I knew they were doing Marvel and Star Wars stuff, but that's really cool. I had no idea. Yeah, they
0: did. They did stagecraft for that, but they also did a lot of um, on-location stuff too. Yeah. Um, I think the sunset
1: thing they did in the the volume.
0: Uh, Yeah, so there's a certain uh, set that uh, takes place in the movie, and all the uh, um, all the scenes from there, which show like sort of a skyscraper backdrop, It was all uh, LED so based. So cool, so cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, and yeah, you don't have to worry about you know like magic hour and you know sunset times and worrying about stuff like that. I love it's, how it's like tri-
1: as soon as the volume came out, everyone became. I'm not saying this about you. I'm just saying in general, everyone became a video professional, being like, "Oh, golden hour, magic hour, blah blah." And I'm like, "Yeah."
0: Well, I remember um, when we had Eunice on, uh, Eunice Huthart, the, the the stunt coordinator for The Rise of Skywalker, uh, joined us last year. Was still one of my favorite episodes. By the
1: we way, we got to have her come back just for fun.
0: I would love to have her back. Um, but she was talking about that the the scene, uh, where the only scene tie where Ray, the only the only scene where Daisy's stunt double did work, and it was that tie fighter shot. And she was like, we were so worried because we had only a certain amount of time with the sun and stuff. And she was talking about the golden hour. And as the stunt person, she had to be worried about it, too, because the stunt still had to look good. And so Daisy I did do that. it,
1: though. That's what people don't realize is like, yes, a stunt person did do the jump that's in the film. But Daisy mm-hmm. did do that jump. Right. That's right. crazy yeah, the, to me.
0: Right. Yeah. Um. But I, and I don't even know where I was necessarily necessarily going with that. Um. But. The The fact of the matter is that Just music... Just
1: the soundtrack makes an impression. Yeah. yeah.
0: The, it really does. And I'm very excited to see, you know, what Williams comes up with. Because he still has his fastball. Look how amazing this, the music was in The Rise of Skywalker. You know, his theme for Han Solo gets in, stuck in my head oh, all the time. Okay. I love that. So he he didn't phone it in. And he's doing Indiana Jones, I believe. The final mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. So that's very exciting. So he's going to bring it. You know he's going to bring it. And whatever he brings... That person's gonna uh, build off of, like John Powell was telling us, you know how generous John Williams was. So I'm very excited about it. And again, all these things we just ticked off, Lacey the artwork we saw, uh, you know, the, the the promotional art that came out, you know, Liam Neeson probably locked in, you know, the music, all these boxes we're checking off, and they're all positives, and they're all good, and they're all pointing in the right direction, and it it just, I don't know, it, it fills me with a sense of hope that. They got this absolutely right, and you didn't really hear too much drama about the production of the show. I know you know, there were some you know rewrites and stuff, but that stuff happens all the time. um so I, it's just it's all good stuff. And uh, I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to add to the music before we move on, but uh, all good I just, stuff in my opinion
1: I can't wait. I can't wait for the soundtrack. I can't wait for uh, John Williams theme and just talking about John Williams, I'm so excited to go to Galaxy's Edge in a couple of weeks
0: yes yeah and you know what you know if it is natalie holt whoever it may be doing the music you know there's going to be some sort of you know work-ins of battle of the heroes and uh, Mm -hmm. duel the fates and Mm -hmm. and all that stuff that we got a little tease of uh in the first trailer um but let's move on to another disney plus show that is getting the gallery treatment uh following the footsteps of the mandalorian uh the book of boba fett it has been announced that it is getting a Disney gallery treatment. Uh, So I'm going to start with you on this one, Lacey. D- do you think this is going to be l- more like Mandalorian season two where we got like just two videos or do you think it's going to be like Mando season one where it's like, no, we're going to talk. We're going to give you a chapter on each element of this thing. What where do, where do you think that they're going to do with this one?
1: Well, I think season two, we got two videos ultimately, right? Because we got one with Mark yeah, and then one without. Um, yep. I think they're just going to do the one. I think they'd rather do one hour long thing than a bunch of 20 minute ones. I think it's just more okay. work. Um, that being said, I can't wait for the Rancor segment. I am so excited mm. for that segment. And also, probably the breakdown of how Lucas changed from Mando to Book of Boba Fett because there was That's... a drastic change there in yeah. that deep fake stuff. So, um, you, you guys know, how Hickel's going to be
0: in there talking about it.
1: I know. Uh, you guys know that I love these types of things. I love the behind the scenes stuff, probably sometimes more than the actual uh, content that we get to see for the shows and movies. Um, so to hear that this is happening, I'm really excited because I felt like we got nothing for this uh, for Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And I was kind of disappointed that we didn't get anything. But I guarantee, I bet this is coming out on May 4th, I would bet.
0: It is. It is May 4th. Oh.
1: I'm smarter than I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought it was a rumor because I can't keep track of my news. Um, But that being said, yeah, I can't wait to watch this. And I'm sure we'll do some type of reaction, commentary, video thing for you guys uh, to talk about what this is all about.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, the report says it's a documentary film detailing the behind the scenes process. But like you said... They did end up doing two for Mando. That could have been just for the sake of. I think it was the loop thing. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So if this is one and done, uh, then that that's fine. Um. It, it it's not clear whether it's you know a one and done, and we're also not clear whether or not there's going to be you know more Book of Boba Fett. It's possible at the end of this gallery they reveal that, Bob, Bo, you know, Book of Boba Fett will return in two thousand twenty-four or something Oh like yeah, that. they because, could. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Uh, I, I'm with you on the Luke stuff. I'm very curious to see, you know, the de- decisions and choices they made based on what they learned from doing the Mandalorian season two with Luke. Because uh, we talked they... to
1: Hal when we season two after season two had happened. We yeah. talked to him about Luke, which he said mm-hmm. it was the first time Luke had said uh, "May the Force be with you." Right? That's what yeah. he said. And yeah. then we didn't. We haven't spoken to him. Hal, come back. Uh, since this has happened, because when we were talking to him originally, we did get into a conversation about deep fake and then they hired someone that does do that. So that's kind of mm-hmm. cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So not sure, you know, whether, you know, I, I think they have their ear to the ground. They definitely listen to fan feedback and stuff. Oh, of course. I mean, jo- George Lucas did and he took it very personally. Um, I know that I think they, they also certainly... just
1: care themselves. It has nothing to do with necessarily like what's right and wrong to fans. You know, something I've openly said it online, too, is like, can we stop fixing things online? Like, when they say, like, oh, fans fixed this. Uh, Like, that's so offensive to, like, visual effects people and artists. They they, they did
0: Cad Bane, which I thought Cad Bane looked awesome. I thought he looked great,
1: too. And it's just like, oh, fans fixed this. And, like, I get that the person that did the Cad Bane thing, I think they did it for fun, which is one thing. But sure, then it got sure. twisted into this, like, oh, fans fixed this, and then it was on all these clickbait sites, and it's just, yeah, it's right. so insulting to the amount of time and work that goes into these things. So, yeah, uh, I would just ask that we stop doing that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I could barely draw, uh, with a crayon, let alone do that stuff. I'm
1: interested to see though if they'll go back in Mandalorian and fix Luke to have him match Book of Boba Fett.
0: So. I'm I'm more interested to see if they go back and and touch up Rogue One.
1: With uh, Leia. Not even James not would even, be so mad at you right now that he's not here to defend her.
0: I don't know what I mean, look, we disagree <laughs> on that. He thinks Leia looks better than Tarkin in that movie. I think Leia was a big miss and that, you know, no offense to them. I I thought it was still well done. I still really enjoyed it. I still felt all the feelings when it happened. But I think, you know, they could definitely upgrade that and i don't think it would be a big deal i mean star wars has gone in and added dialogue cut stuff clunky added added 500 stormtroopers changed darth vader dialogue changed who the emperor was in that part of strikes back they can just change minor change yeah they can yeah yeah they inserted whole scenes they can upgrade Lay his face. That's you know, it's not that big of a deal in my opinion. But anyway, um, I I think this is gonna be really cool if it is like they're saying that they believe it's gonna be uh a one documentary film. That's cool if they do multiple stuff, we'll be there for it. You know, so I'm excited to see because I feel like even like diehard Star Wars fans um sort of thumb their nose at the Book of Boba Fett. Like, what was this supposed to even be? And it's oh, like, I loved it. I don't, I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it. You know, uh, and you know, it seemed like. M- it was more people in terms of the diehard fans seemed to like the Tusken Raiders stuff. And I liked the stuff later on when it got nutty with the rancor back to like Boba and Mando back to back out on the street, Cad Bane, the showdowns, like how crazy it got towards the end is the stuff I really enjoyed. But it's funny. you say I, I that enjoyed. because I feel I like people about
1: complained that. about the Luke stuff, like, Oh, Luke again. And that's the stuff that I, I loved. More oh, than I anything. love
0: that too. Yeah, I think with with Star Wars, it was so funny because, you know, you and I went to, uh, we were lucky enough to go to the Rise of Skywalker premiere and I remember walking out and I I just, I, lo- I loved it. I really loved it. And I remember getting I out feelings. of there. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. I, yeah. I expected you would too, um, based on, you know, Kylo Ren, and his ending and all that. But then I remember going up to, you know, someone who's like a movie critic who like does all sorts of movies. And you know, I just do my, my I'm there. I was there cause I write for a Star Wars site. So obviously I'm going to be more biased towards liking it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, I really liked it. He's like, you like that? I was like, ah, oh. and it begins.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, literally. I, yeah.
0: I had three minutes of like, Alright! And then, boom. Remember, oh, you like that? I'm like, here we go again. Yeah, and Oh, no. Re- the
1: crazy thing is, I remember putting up initial reactions online. I put up a tweet that said, like, look, it was very emotional. It was a fun movie, because it is a fun movie. I had a great time watching it. Like, congrats, JJ, you did it. That doesn't mean I didn't have things I didn't like about it. Like, we're all on, in agreement that Lacey they didn't like certain things of The Rise of Skywalker. That being mm-hmm. said, I got, like, attacked where people were like, you're mm. lying, you're a liar. And I was like, yeah. what? You can like things and also not like things at the same time. So no, it's just yeah, super yeah. interesting uh, what people tend to kind of latch onto of what's great, what isn't great when it comes to fandom and diehard fans versus casual fans versus whatever. Um, at the end of the day, like that's kind of what makes the fandom so great is everybody likes different things. We're not all the same. <laughs> um, it, it makes it more exciting I mean here on this show the three of us never have like even days that we agree on something we all have a different viewpoint of said thing Um, and I wouldn't have it any other way because it, then it gets boring it's like you're all just agreeing yeah. in the same thing
0: it's tough to t- like I, I try to do it less and less which is like tweet my like nuanced thoughts about stuff because like people just don't use that on social media like so like again back to the Batman like I tweeted my thoughts on it and I did like six bullet points and it was all positive except one thing I was like I'm not too sure if I was feeling his Bruce Wayne and here comes uh, the experts come rolling in like well you know he's supposed to be that way because it's this the... and I'm like dude you just punch your ticket to Mutadelphia enjoy your <laughs> trip see you later pal well, that's like, like I don't need it? to be I don't need to be educated on why Bruce Wayne was sad. Okay, man. I've been watching yeah. Batman since I was six.
1: What was like, it? Just... It was last week the Stranger Things trailer came out, and I was like, man, they're stretching this out because they're doing the next season in two parts. So this isn't a diss on anybody working on the show who needs more time. This isn't a diss to the actors. It's just like, wow, Netflix is deciding to stretch this out instead of doing everything at once, which they do. Well, now we know previously. why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was just like, very interesting because in my head, guys, I always go to a marketing side and James and John kind of every poke fun at me at times because I tend to go there. Uh, and this was one of those things that I was just like, this has to be like a marketing thing. And we talked about on the show last week or whatever. I had people that got mad at me. They were like, you're so negative. And all I said was, wow, they're stretching this out. (laughs) So it's like.
2: The yeah, internet is a
1: weird place, guys, uh, but I yeah. promise you that anything I ever say online or John says or any of us say, like it's never coming from a place of hating something. I, I don't think we've ever come from that place. Well, um, I've, but geez, long story I've short, gotten... like, I'm just very excited to see <laughs> where they go with this gallery series because I want to see that big Rancor head. I want to see what advancements yeah. they've made with Luke. I want to see all the TEM footage, Tamora Morrison footage of him having the best time ever because he is living his best life. He's owning it. He's being Boba Fett. He's uh, having like 100% it's his time to shine and he deserves every single you see, second. You see that ever.
0: video of those guys who gave him the gaffy stick at that convention?
1: Oh, my God. He's having a blast. I, I
0: tweeted, and Book of Boba Fett was just extended for twelve seasons. Or something is he like that. going to like, celebration?
1: I don't know if they've announced him yet. But I
0: haven't seen his name yet. That no. being
1: said, like as soon as he comes up, I I'm tempted to get an autograph from him or like meet him because he's just yeah. so awesome that I feel like he'd create such a wonderful memory for me, um, and any Star Wars fan. And I think that that just shows how great of a person he is. So I can't wait to see those behind the scenes moments of like him playing guitar and having a great time. Yeah. Um, And I'd also really like to see more footage of Robert Rodriguez talking through his thoughts on certain shots, on Mm -hmm. how he was working through the creative process, because I think he was someone that got a brunt of the negativity about the book of Boba Fett. And I would love to hear his thought and his creativity and what his view was for these things, because I feel like. Even those you know Star Wars podcasts and creators were kind of r- railing on Rodriguez. I'd love to mm-hmm. see what they have to say after they do this series because time and time again it's like something will come out, it'll get explained, and then they're like, "Wow, I love this guy. He is just the best." And you're like, what
0: <laughs> no that yeah, well, that'll be you know the the two minute little mini speech from Faloni explaining. The choices they made. And then, well, oh, I can't wait will... to see more
1: Filoni, too. Anytime I get to see Filoni is a good day.
0: That's going to be the thing. Cause, you know, the people who, s- s- for some reason, are big Star Wars fans who don't like some of the Star Wars stuff now. Uh, Filoni talking about on...
1: Cad Bane. Oh my God.
0: They, well, they hang on every word that Dave Filoni says. So if he says, like, this is why we did this, they're going to be like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> you know so that that that'll that'll definitely happen but i'm excited about it too and um you know i could see like tamara morris would be so funny like go down to like the pool at the hotel celebration and he's just like in the jacuzzi just like having a pineapple i drink hope he is
1: so that i could be like <laughs> will you record another video and he'll be like
0: hey <laughs> i'm just relaxing Book- it's me Book-a-boba. <laughs> yeah um all right so we have one more story we're gonna get through quick um just more rumors here, and this is coming uh, from the Illuminati, and they are saying, Lacey, that the Acolyte uh, is reportedly going to start filming this October and a film through next May. So that show is not coming anytime soon. If that, well, that is if a this long
1: report shoot schedule, huh?
0: If this report's correct, that is, yeah, it's almost like this. It's longer than the Mandalorian. So Kenobi too, right? Of, uh, yes, yeah. Uh, The only thing it's not longer than is probably Andor. Um, But so you got to figure maybe that's going to be a 10 episode or or something like that. But the other thing here is that they're casting call and they're saying, uh, again, you know, we we can't confirm this. So this is what the Illuminati is reporting, that they're casting for characters with codenames Paul and Miri. Paul is a male, white, around 50. Uh, So David Harbour, pretty much. Uh, the role is described as a series regular, but only needed for one season. So I guess mm-hmm. that character's going to die. Uh, and Miri, female, black, eight to ten years old. The role is described as a lead guest star. I don't know how lead guest star works. Uh, with Lucasfilm possibly looking for identical twins to portray the character, which would make sense because of the whole, you know, uh, child actor laws, and you'd only be on set for, you know, certain times and Mary
1: stuff. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen uh, style.
0: Yeah, yep, yeah, you got it, dude. Um, so what do you think of this? Do you, uh, if this is let's just instead of saying, well, I don't know whether it's true or not. Assuming this is true, uh, it is a rumor. Make sure everyone understands: rumor, rumor, rumor. But Lacey, assuming it's true, um, we're not getting the acolyte for a long time, either late twenty twenty three or early twenty twenty four. What do you? What are your thoughts?
1: That's what uh caught my ear so to speak, when you were just going over these details again, and I didn't realize how long that film period is. Yeah. Like, that's, that's almost a movie. Like, that's a long yeah. filming period. Um, I'm trying to remember how long The Rise of Skywalker had. I feel like they had less time
2: <laughs> than the show
1: has. Um, but that's great. I mean, more time, the better. I, I'm excited to see if that means they're going to have more sets like Andor did Compared to like the volume, which doesn't need as many sets, um, are they shooting on location compared to the volume? Um, I am very interested to see what we're gonna hear about this show from celebration. I th- I stand by what I said uh, during the celebration episode we did last week and the episode prior when we were talking about the panel announcements. Um, I really think that Thursday panel, which is supposedly 90 minutes from what I've been told, I think we're going to get an update on this in that panel. Okay. I think we're going to get some, nothing kind of like video wise, because obviously it hasn't shot anything yet, but I think we could definitely get like some concept art. We could get a synopsis of what it's about. We could have, you know, Leslie Headland come out and talk about the show. But I, I guarantee we're going to get something about this.
0: Mm, that'd be cool. That'd yeah. be very cool. Yeah. um because there's been so, like this one more than most has had the least official information and it feels like the most rumors so mm-hmm. it would i think be cause cool it's it's just g-
1: such a different concept
0: yeah that's true yeah i mean we're looking at something that's going to be uh, you know Completely your first live made. action that takes place before episode one that's a big deal well i'm so- saying it just
1: doesn't have anybody tied to it like Even the Mandalorian was a new character, but you still had that connection with the Mandalorians, you know, Mm -hmm. like with Boba Fett and what does this mean type thing. Yeah. And then you have Andor and Obi-Wan obviously tied to stuff that we know. This is the first one that is completely new territory for Star Wars fans and anybody that we don't know what to expect. And it's like this kind of secretive, but not secretive because she's going around talking about it and like what her process is, but uh, just what could come of it
0: yeah bit it it'll be exciting. i hope we I hope we get updates on all this stuff, but yeah, definitely that one for sure. um and you know we'll find out maybe some uh confirmations or debunking of a lot of these rumors that have come out about this show, which have been mostly production based stuff, so we will see hopefully soon enough, but right. uh th- that is it for the resistance report. uh Lacey, why don't we do some pod racing?
1: All right, guys, it's time for the Patreon pod race. So there are lots of ways you can support us. You can like this video, comment, subscribe, follow us on all the audio platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you do listen to us on one of those platforms, whether it be SoundCloud, what have you, Please leave a review for us. Uh, It helps with the algorithm and lets people find us. We've had a bunch of new people recently, and it's because of you guys and giving your support. So thank you so much. You can also follow us on Twitter at RBATSWNN or on Instagram at The Resistance Broadcast. But if you want more or you just want to support what we're doing here, you say, hey, I want to be a part of The Resistance. I want to help them see their dreams of talking about Star Wars. You can head over to Patreon.com slash Resistance Broadcast. Starting at just $2 a month, that's right, $2, which nowadays with inflation, you can't get much for $2, but you can get us for $2 Mm -hmm. a month. Uh, We do tons of extra content from videos, we do polls, and as you go up in the rankings, you get Discord access, you get merch, you get time with us, like video chats and live streams that you don't get uh, if you're not a part of Patreon. So there's a ton of cool stuff and it's our way of saying thank you for supporting us and just creating a community that everybody can go to that's off of the internet a little bit, you know, it's not, it's not the most icely. <laughs> it's more of like a fun, wonderful place where everybody can join and talk about Star Wars. All right. That being said, this is the part of the show where we let our generals and spice runners take part. We ask them a question, they give us an answer, we talk about it. So I first want to say thank you to our generals. So thank you to Carmelo, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Frank Grande, Darth Hurricane, John Chorlton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Danny, Mike Ramori, Matt Heath, Double C Chris, Chris White, Brendan McLaughlin, and Val Goff. Thank you guys so much for thank being generous. Thank you very much. And to our Spice Runners, the spiciest guys and girls, well, guys so far, uh, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Kendall Gellner, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, Micah Harrison, Thomas Hennessy, and Andrew Staley. Thank you guys so much. We're so excited to see you all at Celebration, especially our Spice Runners with their benefit. Uh, they get to actually have dinner with us, which is very cool. Um, this week, we do have a Spice Runner. It's our buddy, Kendall Gellner. What up? Uh, he- channel. Has the coolest collection, one of the coolest collections, and he won our Baby Yoda, I think two seasons ago for The Mandalorian. (laughs) Uh, It took about two seasons to get to him, but he did win the Baby Yoda, Mm -hmm. the the seat, which was really cool. This past week, we asked him, name an actor slash actress who has auditioned or were just rumored to be in Star Wars that you'd love to see land a role in the future. So, Kendall, take it away.
2: I had to think about this one for a while. Over the years, there have been a lot of great fan casting and some of the older auditions with different actors that are a lot of fun to see in other things, uh, but I, my pick is actually one that appeared in Serenity, a Firefly movie, and it is Chuatel Geofor. He was originally rumored to be maybe in The Force Awakens at some point. A couple of people talked to him about that, and I just think he would make a great choice. He in Serenity, he was in the, called the operative. He made an excellent bad guy with kind of an almost Alec Guinness-like presence and elegance about him, uh, primarily he, the way he spoke, but yet he still exuded this kind of nice air of danger. So I think he would be a really cool choice to appear in Star Wars, either maybe an Imperial, since he can kind of have had that accent, or uh, some kind of underworld character that's sort of a dangerous guy, maybe even somewhere in Crimson, Crimson Dawn, Alongside Darth Maul, it would be really interesting to hear Darth Maul and him have a conversation together. I think that would be pretty cool, especially with a Clone Wars style Darth Maul. So anyway, that's my choice. Shuatel and Four.
1: Well done, Kendall. Awesome collection. John, what did you think?
0: Uh, I, You're going to be disappointed, Kendall. I have not seen Serenity or Firefly. Um, but I am familiar with the actor. I'm terrible at pronouncing his name. Chiwetel. Ejiofor. 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 I think that's what it is, but I definitely looked him up and it's like, Oh yeah, 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 I know that guy. Um, but, uh, I do. I, I've heard from a lot of people, especially with, you know, Alan Tudyk is in that and stuff that I should check it out because it is, have has sort of the space adventure, uh, less sci-fi, more like adventure sort of thing. So, I gotta, I do have to check those out, but um, good pick because uh, especially you sort of flipped the script on it and you were like, yeah, he'd be a great villain, uh, but also at the same time having the sort of grace and class of an Alec Guinness. So mm-hmm. uh, that would be an interesting villain in Star Wars. I would love to see that. Um, and then the fact that you slapped him with pairing up with uh, Maul and a Crimson Dawn thing. I was like, wow, okay um and then he's got he started had me thinking about like follow-ups to solo and stuff like that so great answer i want to hear more about that golden set of figures behind you because i'm not too familiar with what those are so let me know what those are and i love you little like uh cubby it almost looks like a like a docking bay station or something so pretty cool uh, but thanks as always man i'm really excited to hang out with you finally in person I mean, we're always doing our uh zoom calls with you guys uh every month but i'm really excited to finally hanging out with you uh uh Less, we'll be there in a month so I'll see you soon man thanks a lot appreciate it
1: great answer Kendall uh, I think he's wonderful I love him and love actually actually
0: <laughs> actually I
1: don't know why I just said it that way Uh, no he's great and it's funny that you say he's going to be a villain because I think he's supposed to be a villain in the new Doctor Strange movie coming out Uh, Multitude of Madness Multiverse of Madness Um, Multitude where did I get that anyway he's great and I just I get so distracted by your background because it's like so much cool stuff that like you gave a wonderful answer, but I had to watch it back because just like so many things. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for supporting us. Can't wait to see you at Celebration. Uh, yeah. Talk to you soon. Back to you, John.
0: All right. So it's Chuatel Egeophore. That is how you pronounce it. That's a beautiful name. Uh, yes. Had to make sure I correct that. So people who are typing on YouTube are like, oh, I got to delete my comment now. He corrected himself. Um, <laughs> all right. But no, uh, we are pretty much up against time. We were going to kind of open chat it at the end here. So I don't know, Lacey, was there anything you wanted to throw out there for uh, our audience to kick off the week? Uh, anything else uh, that comes to mind?
1: You guys are the best.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Well, you uh, we said
1: we're over time, so I don't want to take too much time. No, guys I
0: know. Sometimes you're usually like, oh yeah, we got this, we got this, we got this. We are going to be scheduling soon. We haven't set a date yet, uh, but we did officially uh, and hopefully permanently pass a certain threshold on Patreon where we are going to be doing uh, our live commentary on Patreon of Revenge of the Sith. Right. Uh, And Our plan is to do that before celebration, uh, so we will get a date uh, for our patrons to uh, come join us as we do our live commentary for Revenge of the Sith. We know Uh, that movie has really been growing in popularity uh, as time has gone on so we're excited to do that one Um, especially you know that's like it worked out perfectly that we're doing that one right before Kenobi comes out you know what I'm saying like that's perfect so that'll be that'll be great so if you haven't joined us on Patreon like Lacey said this is a great time especially leading up to Celebration because we are going to probably be sneaking some exclusive stuff uh, on Patreon uh, from Celebration as well but uh we would just want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening and watching to the podcast which is always free anyway uh two times a week mondays and thursdays uh Lacey said you know all the stuff all the apps make sure you subscribe share with a friend spread the word uh we're really close to 10,000 followers on twitter we are under 100 away i'm not sure what where we're at today as this episode airs but if you don't follow us on twitter yet like Lacey said go do that uh star wars news net lacy look at my shirt
1: It's like you always rub it in my face
0: Make sure, well Val's getting the shirts back So don't worry about it, you got one Um, Make sure you go to StarWarsNewsNet.com Every day for all of your Star Wars news, reviews Editorials, information and more Uh, Johnny Hoey on Twitter Writing and editing at StarWarsNewsNet And my movie podcast Just Like the Movies Uh, Join us Where we talk about all sorts Of movies from Growing up, available on all podcast apps Lacey
1: People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin, And I do have some cool stuff to talk about for celebration, but I can't talk about it again outside of what we're doing already. Um, mm-hmm. So I can't wait to share that with you guys. And I have a special giveaway for people when I see you. So can't wait to show that too.
0: Um, And James, uh, as you guys know, will be back. Uh, he won't be with us Thursday, but he'll be back next Monday. But Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks for James hit him up and uh we'll get his thoughts on all these stories of course and more but uh, we'll be back yeah
1: so guys we have some guests lined up coming soon to the show but as always if you have someone you want to see on the show definitely let us know on twitter instagram tag the person let them know that you want to see them on the show yes and we'll see what we can do
0: yes do yeah do that let people know you want them on our show um that i feel like that goes a long way mm-hmm. um but uh yeah so thursday it's gonna be me and lacy again uh we're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff so enjoy your weeks and we'll see you thursday with another episode right here on trb we'll see you around kids